You are listening to NFT Talk Show, where we put the T in NFT. I am your host, Tony Payne, and if you have ever wanted to know anything and everything, including all the juicy deeds about NFTs, you are in the right place. So buckle up, get ready, and let's go. Welcome to another episode of NFT Talk Show Podcast. I am Tony Payne. In this episode, I will be talking about NFTs that I am bullish on. I will also be talking about some that I am disappointed in market sentiment and what is really going on in the NFT market besides the fact that there is a bear market, but what is really going on? Because even before the bear market started, we had already started to see signs of things slowing down. Um, you see a lot of news out there that there are less wallets, um, trading NFTs. What is going on? So we're going to, we're going to dive into that or I'm going to dive into that. Um, of course, everything is my opinion. You know me, I'm very opinionated. <laughs> and of course, everything is not financial advice because I'm not a financial advisor, right? I am a NFT person that has a podcast. All right, let's get into it. So, um, People are becoming more aware of rug pulls, soft rugs, and bags that are going to 0.000. And I think personally, a lot of people are tired, right? You know, this dream has been sold about NFTs, that this is where you can make a ton of money. And yes, that is the case for some people. There are a lot of people or some people actually finding success in NFTs if you do it right. But there are also a lot of people that have been wrecked in NFTs. Not saying NFTs are bad, but guess what? Good things also attract bad people and um, anything that has to do with money, really, right? Remember those um, phishing scams um, that the bank from the pretend to be your bank? Anything that is good, financial or investment or anything like that will attract the bad players. So we have rug pulls. We've seen a whole ton of them. We have soft rugs. What's the difference between a rug pull and a soft rug? A rug pull is pretty much, you know, hey, I've taken your money, peace out, bye. A soft rug is, hey, I've taken your money and I'm going to slowly exit. You know, like that meme of Homer Simpson that goes into the grass quietly. And then there's some, I mean, I would, I would classify a failed project as a soft rug, right? I unfortunately have experienced um, soft rugs. I have. I have experienced soft rug of some projects that I believed in. And, you know, months later, the founders go, oh, we're tired. We can't do this anymore. And I'm like, okay. Um, you know, I think we're, with time, regulations are going to start coming in because you cannot just take people's money and go, oh, I'm tired. We're can't do this anymore after promising so much, which is again why I still I'm gonna keep saying this. If you're buying NFTs for art, good for you. If you're buying NFTs um for things like use cases like ticketing, concerts, um, collectibles, um, things like that, good for you. If you're gambling, good for you too. But guess what? You run the chances of, um, you know, these softwares losing money. We've all lost money. I, I can tell you honestly that I have lost money in NFTs. I have 
minted projects because I'm heavily involved in NFTs, right? So sometimes you support the wrong people. I have minted projects that they just couldn't keep up, right? So it happens. It happens. You know, I've seen my bags go to 0.2. <laughs> this is me crying hot tears. Um, 0.000. I'm crying amber heard tears right now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right. So I was totally shocked to see lazy cubs not mint out. Now, if you know what Lazy Cubs is, Lazy Cubs was another project brought on by the founders of Lazy Lion. And the reason I'll say I was shocked um, is because, and excuse me, we're getting, I'm getting, I'm going somewhere here. I'm going to give you a little lowdown and then I'm going to go into projects that I believe in, projects that I'm disappointed in and projects that I feel like, or not just project NFTs, right? that I feel have a lot of potential. And you're going to be shocked at one of the projects that I kind of am disappointed in because it's been one of my favorites for a very long time. I still believe in it, but I am a little disappointed. And I explain why. All right. So back to what I was saying. Um, I was shocked to see Lazy Cubs not mint out. Like the first two days, it was just slow. And, you know, for me, with such a community, the Lazy Lion community is a strong one. They're very strong. <laughs> Somebody tagged them. I'm, you know, I'm not going to repeat what they were tagged. But anyways, it's a community that, you know, I personally really like. Um, and to see their second project not mint out was very surprising for me. You know, it was very surprising for me because they're a strong community. But that tells you a lot, not about them personally, but about the market sentiments. I think with everything going on in the NFT space, with people, um, you know, experiencing rug pull, soft drugs, or seeing their bags go to zero, zero, zero. When I say bags, I mean like their investments go to zero point zero, zero, zero. Imagine minting or buying an NFT at zero point one. And then next thing, it's like half the price. The floor price is at half the price, right? Um, and it happens over and over and over again. You're going to get to a point where you're either more careful or you exit, right? Because you're tired of losing money because you figured out it's not for you. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, the market sentiments with people being more careful about rug pulls, about soft drugs, about bags going to zero or about founders, um, maybe taking money and slowly building out, not really offering much. What are the benefits? This is called an investment. So again, before I go into this part of it, NFTs again are used for different things. We have the art part. This is the part I fit in. <laughs> Thank goodness. And then we have the investment part, right? And then we have the use case part, like ticketing which I still think is not officially here yet. Um, the most popular part would be like the investment part, then the art part, because the investment part, people like money, they've taken over. And the art part is kind of like, you know, coming up for air, like we're here too, <laughs> we're here too. Um, but at the end of the day, I still say it. I've been saying this for a long time. The art part is what's going to save the image of NFTs because right now, um, when you talk to people that are not in the NFT space, and I do, you know, the general consensus, oh, it's a scam, you know, this is, you know, bad. But th when you're in it, you you know, you obviously know that's not true. 
but bad news travels faster than good news. But I, I still strongly believe that the art part is what's going to um, eventually help the image of NFTs. Now, I'll tell you how um, that's going to happen. You're going to have an artist that maybe is popular or started out in NFTs, maybe not even popular yet, that is in, in NFTs right now, and then they go global. And then the story's going to go, and quote me, I said this, I'm Nostradamus, I promise. <laughs> and then the story's going to go, emerging artist discovered through NFTs. Imagine what that would be for art in general. And then this person is huge now and everybody's like running after their work, not even just in NFTs, could be also traditionally, but what brought them on the map was NFTs, right? And it's going to change a lot of people's perceptions about NFTs. Um, I know that's going to happen someday. Like I said, write this down, quote me. I am Nostradamus. So, um, yeah, you know, the market sentiments, like I was saying, will start affecting legit projects because Lazy Lions is a legit project, right? You know, it's a strong community. It's um, an ecosystem that a lot of people, you know, have paid one ETH, two ETH to be a part of, right? Even though um, the floor price of the actual Lazy Lions has dropped be be below an ETH. Um, it's still a strong community. So that just shows you where we are in the market. If an established brand like that um, didn't mint out immediately, I, I was expecting it to be done in like seconds. <laughs> um, that shows you, you know, people are being more careful. Um, and that's, you know, that's where we are, you know. And I also think, you know, when you look at projects and you look at, you know, um, again, not the art because art is art and the projects that ask her, Oh, we you know we want to build out a video game. We want to do an animated series Buy the NFT. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I think a lot of people are starting to see that as fluff, right? And a lot of people are like not patient. I mean, I can, I'm diamond handed, so I can be patient to see what happens. But during the time you're being patient, guess what happens? Your bags are being um, undercut because people are not, other people holding out of the 10,000, 5,000 plus, whatever NFTs are not patient. So they start to sell off like, you know, nothing's happening here, I'm out, right? And then you just sit there believing in this project and watching your bags go to zero. <laughs> literally like what you pay for it is like not even worth half of that at that point and i have a, a few i have a few bags like that um and when i say bags again i don't mean your purse <laughs> well it could be yeah so you know i think people are tired of the same old same old you know somebody needs to come into the space you know if you're doing art do art great you're safe right People buy your art, display it um, in their phones, display it on their wall, show it off to their friends, you're good, right? But if you're promising stuff, you know, like invest in this, we're going to donate, again, um, the we're going to donate stuff, I'm, I've stopped. I haven't minted anything in a minute, but I've stopped. Anything that just, if you're only, as a project, if you're only offering is you're going to donate somewhere, I'm not going to do it. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It isn't a bad thing, but 
I don't think you need NFTs alone to do that, right? Um, I think you, you know, you can find like-minded people. Don't, it's a sensitive topic. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to skip it. But for me personally, I, I think it's going to get to a point where, you know, all good, but looking at the fact that, you know, people that are minting, um, also have control over other people's money in a sense, indirectly, right? Because if, if you mint for 0.1 and I mint for 0.1, I have control over your money. Because what if I go and list at 0.001, right? I've undercut your bags, right? So I think a lot of um, founders are not going to have to move. They're going to have to move different, right? They're going to have to move different. Just say, no, we're going to do this. It's not enough anymore. You can see it. I don't even need to tell you this. You see it. You see projects come on now and they say, oh, our project is, you know, when we get to the social mint, we're going to donate to blah, blah, blah. And they don't mint out. Nobody cares. You know, because people are tired of losing money. People are tired of the floor being undercut. And you got to bring something innovative and something new to the market, right? Um, with the exception of Yuga Labs, <laughs> like literally Yuga Labs at this point can drop poo when people buy it. And I, you know, I will say two things. Yeah, they know what they're, well, you know what? I'm going to take that back. They're lucky, right? They're lucky and they're lucky to have built a strong community. And they're lucky to have built it early because honestly, if Yuga Labs came in to the NFT space today, like this moment, I don't think the board eight yacht club will be what it is. I don't think so, but I could be wrong. You know, I could be wrong. I'm, I'm wrong sometimes. Right. But yeah, so I think people are going to, you know, projects coming in to the NFT space, <clears throat> they're going to have to start moving they're going to have to start moving different. You know, that's what it is. Um, and I think the bear market is exposing a lot of things. I think it's exposing, um, people or projects just generally, um, that can not stand the test of time. You see it, you know, people are being squeezed, you know, and it's also starting to show you people who actually have a plan. You know, people that actually have a plan and know how to ride the wave of this market. Like you don't just jump into something and tell people to give you a million dollars and then you'll figure it out. And that's a lot of what is happening in the NFT space. Oh, I'm going to mint this out for 0.01, 10,000 pieces when you do the math. And then what? No experience, nothing where, you know. Um, what was that project with Kevin in it? I, now I've even forgotten what the name of that project was. That was the case for that. They raised a ton of money with no experience, nothing based on back then how the market was. But now the market is showing itself and proving that, you know what? <laughs> People have been wrecked so many times. They're going to be more careful. And I think, you know, I say this not even jokingly. Projects coming into the NFT space, you should come book um, a consulting session with me, okay? So I give you a little piece of advice of how to move different in the NFT space. Because if somebody like me, who is super bullish, super bullish on NFTs, 
if somebody like me is not minting a lot of the stuff that comes my way or just deleting stuff, like I don't want to hear it. Then imagine somebody that's not super bullish, right? People are being careful. So if you actually have something innovative and good, how do you bring that to people in a way where they can, um, not just perceive, but in the way where they understand it, right? People are going to have to move different. Maybe with visuals, I don't know. Call me. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Like when I talk about moving different, I'll give you a good example. Um, an anticipated project like CPG, which is crypto packaged goods. This is a project that was highly anticipated. Um, has a lot to offer, but super high mint price, three ETH mint price. Now, the mint price is not the big issue because guess what? Who can afford it will mint. And I've learned that about the NFT space. People have three mint, I mean, three, <laughs> three mints, three ETH to throw at stuff. People have 10 ETH to throw at stuff. If you're not seeing it, it's just because you're not seeing it, but it, people are throwing money at things. And the fact that, you know, um, a project like that, you know, crypto packaged goods, which has a lot to offer, but at a three ETH mint fell as low as, you know, I think 1.5 ETH, like literally tanked to half, half the price of their mint, right? Like people were literally willing to take a 50% loss. It just shows you how that market is, you know, somebody that's willing to take a 50% loss, a 1.5 ETH loss does not care about your bags, right? And these are the people you're contending with, right? These are the people you're contending with. So how do you, if you're a project, let's say you you, you do care about, you know, things like that and you're not really, or you maybe just care about raising money. So it doesn't matter really, Right. But if you do care about something like that, how do you really filter things out and choose the right people, right? You know, I don't know. And, um, you know, for me, I have <laughs> an unpopular opinion when we start talking about NFTs. Um, again, like I said, a lot of ETH projects, personally, like me observing a lot of projects on ETH are just fluff. They're writing, you know, the popularity of NFTs and they're writing um, ETH as a popular blockchain. But here is an unpopular opinion, right? The best builders, in my opinion, from my observation, from my exposure, again, not financial advice, but from my little observation in the space, I guess, again, I'm a missor, so I miss everything, but... <laughs> Have you seen that meme, the missor? Oh gosh, right? <laughs> Before I continue, let me let me read the meme to you. So the missor, <laughs> such a funny meme. So there's this meme that I saw um on Twitter, and it was called the missor. And it, the missor goes, "Ah, I missed it." Then let me just read out the text. It says, "Sees coin mooning." I can't believe I missed out on this. Online 12 hours a day still misses everything. I felt attacked when I read that. 
wow, I missed out on retirement money by selling too soon. That was me with my D gods. <laughs> I still feel attacked. <laughs> Never does research. Okay. I do research though, but how did we miss this? <laughs> I do research and I still miss stuff. Missed buying the dip, missed selling the pump. Doesn't ape shit coins because it's already pumped 10x and then misses out on another 5x. Opens group chat. I'm telling you, people I'm with in group chats will testify when they say I always do this. Guys, what did I miss? <laughs> All right. Enough of the jokes. Um, yeah, so that's the missor and I fall into, I feel attacked by that meme for real because I am a complete missor. But when I'm not missing things, I believe the best builders are on Solana. Quote me. If you look at some of the projects on Solana, if you literally just sit there and filter things out, like the big projects, like the D gods, like the famous foxes, like, you know, those kind of projects, if you look at what they're doing, I honestly don't see too much of that on the Ethereum blockchain. Maybe I'm missing it because again, I'm the missor, right? If you are listening and you feel there's a project on ETH that are actually building and are innovative what they're building out, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, some of the things I've obviously observed and why I say this in a minute. Um, feel free to hit me up, send me a message, come into the discord. Um, I pop in there every so often or, um, send me a message and, you know, we can argue it out and I can come back on the show and say, this person said this, but for me personally, from my observations, a lot of the builders or the best builders, I'm going to take that back. Not a lot of the, the best builders are on Solana. And even with Solana being, <laughs> I have like an insert a word network. I am bullish on Solana. I think, you know, they're still new and they still have a lot of work to do. They do have, you know, a lot of unstable issues. Even with Solana being an unstable network, these projects are doing things on that network that I don't see a lot of on the Ethereum um, blockchain. I don't, you know? So I think a lot of things I see on ETH are fluff and promises of what they may or may not do. Oh, we're going to do this or we're going to do that. Not saying they don't have that on Solana as well, right? They do, right? They do have that on Solana as well. But again, you know, maybe it might just be the bags that I hold on Solana that are just okay. I don't know. But again, if I look at it, I buy more stuff on ETH and I'm more, I'm more disappointed in my ETH bags than I am on in my Solana bags. If that makes any sense. Whereas, whereas ETH is where I put most of my time. Anyways, me personally, I'm focusing on my art moving forward anyways. <laughs> you know, I'll support projects um, that I feel um, that I feel like the founders know what they're doing. I'm not doing that whole, oh, maybe thing anymore. I'm not, mm, not doing it, um, you know. And um, for me personally, I'm like, you know, with... Um, the Ethereum blockchain, I think a lot of people that come on there, they're right in the wave of ETH, right? ETH is popular, you know, ETH is, you know, famous. <laughs> yeah, but um, 
you know, when I was, you know, started working on this, this story, <laughs> I'm feeling like a media person right now. When I started working on the story and, um, going through my wallet, oh gosh, there's so many things in my hidden folder, you know? And this is me being honest with you. Like I host a podcast. I've had some good calls. Like I called the gods for y'all, you know, and the gods, when, when I called, it was like four soul went up to 200 soul. Like literally I called the gods for y'all like $800 and it maxed to like, what, like $20,000. So that's a huge win if you had bought when I called it. But then again, let's face it, you know, if I'm being honest, I'm not always right, but now I'm more careful, right? Now I kind of watch. I'm like Hawkeye right now, right? Um, if it's not art or if it's not ticketing, like if Chris Brown drops a, t- <laughs> oh gosh, Rihanna, let's say Rihanna drops a, um, NFT that gives access to all her concerts. I would buy that, right? If AMC drops an NFT that gives access to movies, I would buy that, right? So these are what I mean by use case. And there's, you know, like, again, I'm going to go through, I'm going to talk about the NFTs that I am bullish on. And there is one that I am bullish on that kind of does something similar, but um, we're going to get to that in a second. Okay. You know, like I was saying, when I was going through my wallet, I couldn't like working on this story, <laughs> I couldn't in good conscience give a lot of things I don't want to say the percentage. That's how disappointing it is. Props, not because of the floor price, but because nothing innovative is being done. Like I, there's nothing exciting for me about holding these bags. Do you get what I mean? Like I am not a project. I'm a photographer in the space. I'm an artist. I create beautiful pieces for your wall. But in my mind, I'm already thinking, I want my pieces on fabric. I want my pieces in hotels. I want my pieces in restaurants. I want my pieces in wineries. Imagine if you were a token holder of a Tony Payne, wouldn't you be proud to, oh my God, I have that art piece. I own one. But a lot of the stuff that I own, I don't get that feeling. You know, it's like, okay, what are we doing? Right? Um, But yeah, so a lot of things have ended up (laughs) in the hidden folder. I mean, I don't want to say I'm embarrassed, but yeah, anyways. Um, so yeah, what NFTs am I bullish on? Um, you know, before I get to that, you know, I'll say this one of one art will always have my heart, heart, because like I said before, you know, giving artists an opportunity could be you investing. And when I say investing, I'm not talking investing in terms of like how you would invest in a project. Buying into art. I'm going to use the word buying into art, buying art pieces that could actually be contributing to motivating the next big thing, right? The next big artist, the, the artist Beyonce is going to collect. That's me. <laughs> Beyonce hit me up. I have some beautiful pieces for your home. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. All right. <laughs> you know, so. An artist that you collect, right, has a higher potential of being the next big thing than taking chances with a rug pull. I've seen people that will buy an NFT knowing it might be a rug pull, right? They'll say, oh, I know it's going to be a rug pull, but I'm going to buy it anyways because I'm just going to get out before they rug. 
I've seen that. I, I, if that is not crazy, I don't know what is. Right? So, and then it happens maybe, you know, it dumps before they can dump <laughs> or they dump it on somebody else because that somebody else also probably has that same mindset. I'm going to buy it and then, you know, it'll go up. You can't predict these things. So why are you investing in a rug pull when you can potentially invest in the next big artist? It's a gamble. All both of them are a gamble, but one of them has a higher chance of higher chances of actually being something magnificent, something awesome, right? You know. So yeah, I'm also bullish on projects that are founded and led by artists. I don't classify Personally, I don't classify them as projects for investment because what they're giving you is the art, right? I don't classify them as projects for investment unless, of course, they start promising you things like, oh, with this NFT, we're going to build an animated series and then your IP is going to get popular and then you can take it and go open the next um, Bored Ape cigarette store or you can open the next Bored Ape chicken shop. <laughs> which a lot of board apes are doing, right? I know, you know, one of my collectors, um, big shout out to crypto painter. He's one of my favorite people. He probably tired of me. Um, he has a board ape and he, man, I admire him so much how he uses his IP. He uses his IP for different things. Like, you know, and I'm like, he's probably one of the reasons I kept, I kept a hold of my ape. Because I thought to myself, you know, I could use the IP the way he's using the IP of his board ape, but we're going to get to hate in a second. <laughs> oh, Lord, it's going to get spicy. All right. So, yeah, big shout out to Crypto Painter. He, um, totally awesome, brilliant person, brilliant person. So, yeah, I am bullish on projects that are founded, um, and led by artists, right? And I think, you know, we're going to separate that from, um, actual products. So let me start with my, um, ah, disappointments. I have a lot. <laughs> I do. Um, but you know what, for the sake of time, I will keep it under, I'll say my top few disappointments right now, um, will be women tribe. <laughs> when women tribe minted, right? I honestly thought they were going to be the next boss beauties. What I was thinking, I don't know. They had, no, they could have been actually, I take that back. They had so much potential, but for some reason, I don't know what is going on with them. You know, Oh, we have a big announcement coming up. We're um, doing something huge. Oh, we're doing something big. And then the announcement drops. It's Oh, we're giving you socks. Somebody smacked the back of my head right now. <laughs> socks? <sighs> socks? <laughs> socks. You have made a ton of money and socks was the best you could come up with. Socks. And of course, now they're plagued with drama. A lot of their... um moderators are leaving um claiming they didn't get paid you have made a lot of money pay people what is going on what is going on you know another one that has kind of been a little bit disappointing for me 
Um, because I honestly really thought on the Solana side of things, they had the biggest potential to be like the world of women on Solana with Soul Sisters. It's been crickets. Like really, like for somebody that's a holder, I don't feel anything, like nothing, you know? I don't use crickets, vibes, crickets. You know, it's just kind of been like, meh. Well, then again, it could also be me. Yeah, I'm a missor. <laughs> yeah, so I could be missing things, right? But um, it just feels like, you know, they're tired. I could be wrong. But that's how it feels to me. Like you, the energy is not there. That That's the word I'm looking for. The energy is not there. If I just, if I'm a project, I don't know how much they have raised, but if I'm a project like Women Try, for instance, if I raise a million dollars, heck, the energy will be so there. I will be pumped up. I will be hyping my, like my holders would be so, I have a million dollars to play with. My holders would be so excited to be a part of this project because we're going to be doing things. We're going to build a strong community. But again, let me not say I know how to do it better than those that are trying it, but yeah anyways <laughs> um another one that i am super disappointed in and this is on solana is soul airdrop oh god if there's a vote for projects that had potential and just probably just had the worst or like <sighs> i don't want to say worst leadership I had so much potential of wrong leaders because if that project was in the hands of the right leaders, I think it would have done well. It's rugged. They've rugged. <laughs> you know, they rugged, but they handed it over to Scumbags. Um, that's another project on Salon. I like Scumbags. I like Scumbags. The fact that Scumbags was even willing to take over from them, um, kudos to them, you know, but they rugged, you know, and for me, um, I saw a lot of potential in that project. The project was about, you know, there are a lot of projects that don't mint out, right? So what they do is if you're a project and you don't mint out, then you give them the rest of your mint, right? They have a community and their community collects, or they have a community and they give you um, a snapshot of their community wallet, and then you send it to their community. Do you know how awesome that is? And boom, wrong leaders, you know, Br brilliant idea because me holding that, me holding that, um, NFT means I can get access to different communities that maybe just didn't mint out. And then you're bringing your community into their community. It's just beautiful. But rugged anyways um <laughs> so another oh gosh there you know honestly there are a lot of projects that have disappointed um and continue to disappoint you know <sighs> we might need a second episode for this and you know when i when i mentioned my beloved ape <laughs> i would be a hypocrite if i did not admit that i am a little disappointed I'm still very bullish on Ape, but I feel like we understand the market. Ape has a lot of potential. They're building out a lot of things, right? 
there's a lot of things going on in the background, but you also got to understand the market you were in and the impatience of people. How do you have an NFT that was a nine ETH and you let it drop to 0.5 ETH or whatever it is, 0.7.8 ETH? That is a massive drop. And you watched it without calling an emergency something. You know? Yeah, you can't really control, you know, the paper hands, blah, blah, blah. But you have to give people a reason to want to stay. That is the market you're in when you're doing investment NFTs. Now, again, I'm going to say this. For me, I think the safest thing is just buying, for me, art. Because there are no expectations. I'm going to collect this beautiful piece, put it on my wall, and I'm good to go. Right? Which reminds me, I, I, I want a digital frame so bad. Um, we're going to talk about that <laughs> in another episode. But I really, 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 really want a digital frame. If anyone's listening and wants to give me a digital frame, I don't mind. <laughs> 43 inches or bigger. Thank you. All right. Back to what I was saying. We're still going to get to the ones that, you know, I feel I am a little, I'm, I'm not a little, I'm a lot bullish on. Um, so these are the ones that are kind of disappointing a little bit. Um, my beloved ape. I, I mean, I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to, you know, they say don't fudge your own bags. It's not fud because I know that they're building and I know they have so much potential. I can see Ape and Fashion Week teaming up. I can see things like that happening. You got to know when you have the funds, funds open doors, right? Or am I missing something here? The only thing that stops me from like kicking doors in is money. With the little I don't have, I still kick these doors. You know what I mean? So when you have the funds, you have the power to hire the best of the best to open these doors for you. You know, we're a fashion brand. We're, we're the best fashion brand in the metaverse. You should be like headlining the um, fashion week. Hape should be, a, I mean, it's a good brand. It's a, don't get me wrong. It's a good, well, good news. Um, if you're looking to get into the ecosystem, it's a beautiful community. That's probably why I'm even still there, to be honest, is I love the community. I love the people that I've met there. Um, and we're like a family, you know. And again, it's a long-term investment for me, right? But not everybody has that kind of patience. So you have to understand your market, you have to understand the people you're dealing with, right? These are people, you know, you're dealing with people that gamble. You're going to deal with people that need money and you're going to deal with people that think, oh, nothing's happening. So I'm out. So how do you pacify these types of people? Right. Um, and that's what Azuki has managed to do is heck a derivative of hate has managed to like, start doing airdrop, do this. And they haven't even dropped. They've started putting out stuff that would, you know, make you want to be a part of that. Look at Azuki with all their scandal. <laughs> as much as their floor price dropped because of the scandal, climb right back up. Because people are bullish. The next thing he does is drops a jacket to pacify. You know, I mean, you can hate on the undoxed, which story for another day. 
do it all you want, but you know, well, then he's always also had failed projects. So this is luck, but at least now he's using the money he's made to make sure that this particular one does not, <laughs> does not flop. Um, but yeah, that whole Azuki thing was a mess. Now that I think about it, it's probably not a good example to use. <laughs> Doodles would have been a better example to use, right? Doodles within months dropped the, um, is it Doodles spaceship or Doodles something? Board Apes is a flipping good example. Within months, they dropped, you know, a mutant serum tokens. You know what I mean? To keep people in the ecosystem. You know, all these airdrops don't cost much. I mean, it probably does, but it's not costing you your whole, you know. Anyways, so yeah, if you're trying to get into Ape, this is a good time because the floor prices, you know, um, at a place where you can actually enter, um, right? The floor prices are where you can enter. And, um, you know, they're building. At least you, you know, you didn't have to experience the 90 till under one <laughs> that we did. So, you know, we're here for the long game because we rode the worst of it. I mean, like, I could have sold it 90. I didn't. I held on to my Cherokee Bill. Cherokee Bill is the name of my name. I held on to Cherokee Bill. You know, I'm still planning to maybe build out the IP. I don't know. We'll see. But right now, like I said, I'm focusing on my art. I, you know, there's so much potential for my art. I need to just <clears throat> kind of do me. All right. So those are some, I still have a whole list. Like, look at, can you hear that? <laughs> I still have a, a huge list of disappointments. I wouldn't call it a disappointment though. I, I, I call it a, and I wish they did this better. Right. <clears throat> And, um, my biggest disappointment, which will die in my hidden folder, is this raccoons that I got a while ago. Oh, God. We're not even going to talk about that. If you ever see any kind of raccoon in my folder, just know that's what I'm talking about. It's terrible. <laughs> you know, and long story. Anyways, I've talked about it in previous episodes before, but yet if I had to choose the my biggest L in the NFT space, it would be those raccoons. It's like my biggest L for sure. I, I can't think of anything else that would be my biggest L. That was my biggest L. And it's still my biggest L um, in terms of like loss, right? All right. So for me, we're going to move, we're going to talk about um, the ones that I feel are winners or that I'm bullish on. And then we're going to talk about, um, potentials, right? So I think there are, um, some NFTs that clearly have potential, right? To be awesome, right? And, um, I like people that are active, like you're raising all this money to just sit on your butt all day. No, you know, you're doing things for a reason, right? Or you claim you are. So I think. Um, some of the ones that I think have potential and I'll, I'll tell you why they fall under potential. <laughs> um, one cyber pharmacy, cyber pharmacy is an NFT, um, on Solana. Fingers crossed. They will not be a rug because <laughs> they've been around for a while actually. So I don't think they're a rug. Um, but you never know with the space, but yeah. So NFA again, not financial advice. 
But cyber cyber pharmacy, I think, has potential. And the reason I say that is because they're attached to a, an in-real-life company, right? And they're building something where with your NFTs and staking, you can actually earn passive income. I like passive income. <laughs> I actually really like passive income. Don't we all? Um, if I can earn passive income with my NFT investment or my crypto investments, I like that, right? Um, yeah, so they have potential. Now, the reason I put them under potential is because, you know, they've been plagued with a couple of issues here and there, and they're really slow to build out, which is not a bad thing. But considering the market and how a lot of people in NFTs are, their floor price may suffer for it. And I've, I've seen their floor price suffer a bit. Thankfully, not a lot for it. Um, where their floor price has dropped significantly because people are not patient, right? And then another um, NFT that I think has potential is Remarkable Women. Um, I've been to one of their events, and I think just generally for networking, I think that is a really good NFT to hold, Okay. You know, I've talked about this in the past about different uses of NFTs and networking was one of them. I, I don't think I mentioned that earlier in today's episode, but networking is also one of them because there is some networking can actually really be priceless, right? Um, places that you go to and you meet some, you know, people that actually can help whatever it is that you're doing personally. So I like them for, um, I like them for networking. Okay. And, um, another one that has potential and I, you know, this one actually is in between potential and winners for me will be, um, nifty. So nifty, it's nifty castle, but nifty castle has witchy GF. You heard them on the show before. And it also has, um, DBs. Now here's why I say they have potential regardless of the fact that, um, which EGF, et cetera, did not mint out. They're still minting um, and not getting that as much support as, you know, some other rug pulls. <laughs> I'm going to start with the rug pulls or some other projects in the space. They are active, like literally active, actively doing one thing or another to move um, their project forward. And that's a good sign for me. When I see that, you know, even, you know, people... Um, when things don't go your way, your morale gets depleted and then you see the energy start to dwindle. Their energy is not dwindled. So that is a very good sign that people that are able to keep up the energy in a bear market and still be like excited. It tells you they're really passionate about what they're doing, in my own opinion. So they're in between winner and potential for me. And I, I say that because potential, if they had more support, if a lot of their projects probably minted out and their community got bigger, I think their, <clears throat> excuse me, I think their um, NFTs will do very well. Okay. All right. So for the winners, ah, the, this is not a comprehensive list. All right. This is a good, I'm just going to probably name like three or four NFTs that I really, really like right now. Okay. You know, I'm going to keep it at three because we I've really gone on and yapped, yapped, yapped this whole show. Um, and you're probably tired of me, but I will be doing more of this. I will be doing more of this. I will be talking about more NFTs that, you know, I'm bullish on. I know y'all love these type of shows <laughs> and I will be talking more about, you know, news in the NFT space and just market, 
the market and uh, so much going on, you know, um, speaking of so much going on, did you hear that people got hacked? How did that happen? Like, I was surprised, like, wait, what? Um, hackers, man, y'all have zero joy. What is going on here? All right. So some of the NFTs that I feel have, you know, are winners and top of the line that I am super bullish on that I really like. And I'm glad I have that. I'm not like, Oh, okay, why did I buy this one? Or I'm like, Oh, I missed out. I've talked about, um, the first one. And if you listen to my episode where I talked about it, um, or even the, the I wrote about it, actually, I talked about it a little, I think it was both. If you bought when I wrote about it or talked about it, you will be up by a significant amount right now. So the first one I'm going to talk about is the famous Fox Federation and they're on Solana. And this is why I said a lot of the builders on Solana. You know, um, if you get a famous fox, you can stake, <laughs> stake, I'm hungry, stake your famous fox to earn their token. Their token is called Foxy. And the beauty of Foxy is the amount of things you can do with Foxy. You can do, you can use Foxy's to, um, Foxy to enter raffles, auctions, just like you can literally use this token to gather other NFTs and just participate in so many things. I like that. I like things like that. I like, maybe I like, you know, this is why you find me at Dave and Buster's because I like winning things. <laughs> I like winning things, you know? Um, so with Foxy, they have um, another site called Raffles, right? If you go on their Twitter or whatever, um, and go on their website, you'll see all this. So I'm not going to go into the details, um, called raffles with raffles. You log in, you know, into raffles. And if you have Foxy or if you have, um, um, dust, especially dust. Oh God. This reminds me of me selling my D gods again. I'm going to start crying. All right. <laughs> yes. I sold my D gods early. I'm a missor. That's what I am. Um, if you have dust, if you have Foxy and some other tokens, I need to sit down and write down all the tokens that you could use on this, on this site to enter raffles. You know, I'm going to do a particular episode about this because I think a lot more people need to know about this. Um, and I will do my research and just make sure it's informative. You can take Foxy, you can take dust and then you can enter raffles to win NFTs. And literally some of these NFTs are like really high price NFTs, like sets, like sets like CET, um, like D gods, you know, like, um, gecko, but they're all on Solana, right? So you can literally, let's say you own a D god and you're staking it and you're earning dust. You can take that dust, you know, if you're not cashing it into soul or whatever, you can now use it to be entering raffles. I mean, yeah, you might win, you might not win. Some of them is like one in 60 chances. Some of them one in a hundred chances. It just depends. Um, to enter into these raffles to win another NFT and you never have to sell your D God like I did. <laughs> right? Because you could choose to sell those NFTs if you win, you know? Um, but that's not all they do. It's just their, um, ecosystem is so well built. It's like a world in its own. Like literally that was the only NFT that I owned and I was just like really active within their ecosystem. I would be fine. 
I would be fine. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and big shout out to Jacko um, for telling me about Baby Swaps way back in the day, you know? All right, so, and yeah, they team up with other projects, you know, to, they team up with other projects to um, use their tokens too, you know, use their tokens too. Like I said, again, D-Gods, they team up with D-Gods, they use the Dust token to, for the raffles and auctions and dance. There's so much you can do. You just, you know, just go look them up. All right. The next one that I am really, and I'm partial. Okay. So NFA, I am partial and I am planning to bring, um, one of their, um, people on to the show to talk to y'all. Well, just talk to me. Actually, we're going to talk about NFTs, real use cases and i just thought you know it would be perfect to sit and chat with us you know he's a friend um <clears throat> on ethereum on eth is meta fans so i have a friend her name is emily um sophia <laughs> hi emily if you're listening um she told me about meta fans she's like oh you know this meta fans they're really cool um yada yada and i was like okay sure whatever <laughs> you know because i'm a missore <laughs> so I missed their mint, but I got a meta fan, um, through Emily. Um, and what they do is actually very interesting. So they're like a big sports lovers NFT. So if you are into sports and you love sports experiences, then you might want to get a meta fan, right? NFA. Um, and what they do is very simple. They give sports experiences. So I recently went to Miami, right? And I got to experience Formula One for the first time ever because I hold a meta fan, right? And, you know, they have like baseball. If you're into baseball, you can potentially get a chance to go to a game, you know. And trust me, when we did Miami at F1, we had like the McLaren suite, fancy. And I got to meet, you know, other holders, Right. They were, I mean, I don't blame them for being bullish. You know, that's a good way to NFT. Like I got to meet other holders, but sharing a common interest. Like if I held an NFT and we like, and I like pottery and I got to meet other holders while doing pottery, I would not, I would be bullish on <laughs> them. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't be worried about, oh, floor price this or this or that because we're doing something. It's not just like crickets, right? It's an experience, right? Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, like I was saying, um, MetaFans, I'm definitely bullish on MetaFans because of the experiences. And I'm looking forward to seeing what they have planned um, in New York. Again, if you're going to be in NFT or at NFT NYC, holla at me. Um, you know, I'll be at a couple of events. I plan on doing a lot of things by myself. Like, you know, not so many events, this partying and stuff. I want to see the city. I want to kind of take it all in while I'm there. Obviously, the conferences. And do come watch me speak. And if you see my art or when you see my art in Times Square, take a picture and send to me. That's, in fact, that's so important. <laughs> all right. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the, see, that's what I'm talking about. Like, out of all the tokens I hold, they're one that I'm actually looking forward to seeing in New York because I know they're going to plan something. You see what I'm saying? Like, I know it's going to be fun. And I'm, it's not going to be just partying. It's going to be something fun themed to sports, you know. I learned the game while I was at their MetaFans party. 
um, in Miami. I learned a new game and the DJ played Afro beats. So that was fun. Um, but yeah, so another one, I said, I'm going to keep it to three cause we've been here a little bit and we uh, we're approaching the end of the show. Another one that I am, um, bullish on right now is again, their floor price does not reflect what they're doing. Lots of energy, innovative, um, team or founders, and they have been around for a while and through the ups and downs, guess, guess what they're doing through the ups and downs. Guess what they're doing? They're still building. It has not discouraged their energy. Their energy is still there. And that is the Solana Cats Cartel. Now they have a token called Zion, right? And same with, I think Famous Fox is just built out bigger, you know? But same with Famous Fox, you can use their token to do so many things. You can stake your, um, your cat cartel, your mutant cats, right? And earn Zion and then use your Zion to do other things. Now, supply and demand, the value of Zion, if it becomes popular, will go up. And then you have a whole bunch of Zion, <laughs> right? So that you can trade to Seoul or whatever, you know, using Jupiter. Um, or whatever else place that you trade your, um, soul, right? So I like, again, these NFTs because, well, besides one of one art, now when I look at NFTs or I'm, you know, dropping money for an NFT, cause you know, NFTs are not $10. Unless it's a free mint. I like free mints now. I'll take a free mint. <laughs> but even with free mints, you got to be careful though. You're like, oh, what if the contract is there to hack you? <gasps> so much to take in. You know, if it's not a free mint, right? And I'm spending my hard earned money, right? It's going to do one of two things for me. It's going to give me joy, like art, where I can look at it and be appreciative of owning this piece. Or, it's going to give me an experience or something I'm proud to say or community that I'm proud to be a part of. And how do you become proud of being a part of a community when you see that it's active? We like being a part of active things, right? Um, yeah. So I'm going to end the show on that note. <laughs> if you are still listening legends live forever is available yes it is um on the ethereum network you can go support chagall okay but i'm gonna have to quit no i'm kidding all right so that's gonna be it for this episode of the nft talk show podcast i will be doing more of these type of shows just talking about the market generally i think we've already gone past the stage of the how-to get into NFTs. If you don't feel that we have, then, you know, shoot me a message and I will do all that for you. I don't mind, but I think now we need to start moving the show along into what the market is doing, what's going on, what's happening, who's who, and who is doing what. Now is the time for the real talk, the NFT talk show, right? Um, I'm still going to insert education in it here and there, but it's going to be more um, actual 
live what's going on in the NFT space. I think it is time for us to start moving towards that direction. Um, yeah, don't forget to um, subscribe to the show. I know a lot of people have asked me when TikTok. Uh, <laughs> if anybody's interested in helping me out and making TikToks for the NFT talk show podcast, please feel free to send them to me. Um, I will upload them, but we do have a TikTok page. You just have not uploaded anything because literally I'm swamped with work. And, you know, we got to always remember as well that I'm an artist. And besides my art, you know, I started this show um, as a way to give information to people coming into the NFT space and people in the NFT space. So um, I have a whole lot of things on my table, but I would absolutely love to have um, a TikTok. Well, we do have a TikTok, but upload something <laughs> on our TikTok, um, content on our TikTok. Um, but if anybody wants to volunteer to, you know, do videos um, about NFTs for the TikTok, I will gladly put you on and upload it. Okay. All right. Um, don't forget to subscribe again. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their uncle to tell his wife and his cousins um, to listen <laughs> to listen to the show. And do not forget to follow us on our socials, NFT Talk Show. And it's going to be NFT Talk Show on Facebook. It's going to be NFT Talk Show on Twitter, Instagram. And of course, again, we have a Telegram page that um, is there. <laughs> it's just there. I, um, I will catch you on the blockchain. Bye.